and welcome to the Pillow Talk Podcast, brought to you by Local Flavor Productions. You can find us across social media at Pillow Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Nick, Jeremy, and Bill. When you say alright, it makes me feel alright. Right now, I should be on the Yeti. Can you hear me? Yes. You can hear me. Yeah. You sure? Uh huh. But can you hear me through the microphone? I want you to do the entire recording holding the microphone like that, and then just start breaking, just start busting out into uh, um, Rage Against the Machine lyrics every now and again. Oh, I thought you were going to ask me to do Chris the Chris Rock routine. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy, Jeremy, I do like the headset. I can't lie. It's got a good sound to it. It's good. I I may give it a shot. Um, Like I said, it's the first time I've tried it out. And this was Nick's recommendation for the Xbox uh, Live subscription that I still haven't used yet. (laughs) Oh, see, now it's hard to hear you, Nick. What? Yeah, you got quiet. Yeah, now now I can't hear you. I wouldn't want to scare the dickens out of anyone. It's a little better. How about now? That's much better. Can you hear me now? Yep. Yes. Did I tell you guys about the children's book that I uh, saw today? No. It's that called. You saw uh, it today, or yeah, yeah, I found I found it today. It's uh, it's called Fifty Steps to the Bathroom by Will Can He Make, make it? it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, illustrated by, by Betty, Betty by Betty Won't, <laughs> and uh, published by. And he didn't. <laughs> okay, I, I I've heard that joke except for the last part. The last part was a, a a nice little nice little add-on. Have you ever heard the book about the single man's guide to showering with his cat, written by Claude Balls? <laughs> nope. Or or uh, I was a. <laughs> I love it when he makes himself laugh. <laughs> he can't even finish it. No. <laughs> I was a Russian professional wrestler by Tora Sakov. <laughs> okay. I, w- I would just like to say that I, ar- I already have something that gives me the heebie-jeebies when it comes to injuries and pain, so I don't need to be – I don't need added on to that list. Yeah, so that, that actually seems like a good spot to start. Um, I was just going to ask, so uh, any – have anything interesting happened to them yeah. since the last yeah, time we recorded? Yeah, who's, had a, who's had something interesting happen? Yeah, I, I've been pretty much you know smooth sailing for me. Yeah, Ooh, me too. He picked me. Pick me. Ooh, pick Jeremy, me. you have your hand up. Yes, I I have my hand up, not my leg up because <sighs> it currently can't move in any way, shape, or form because it's broken into four pieces. Oh my gosh! Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you trying to just oh. break it off in two? Mm-hmm. Got some good oh. accidental death and dismemberment yeah. insurance. Well, here, or what? I, I, I know that this isn't going to do the uh, to do the listeners any good. And Bill, you probably saw this through Facebook, but I don't think Nick did. So Nick, here's. Uh... <laughs> oh. So we're uh, we're seeing a picture of uh, what appears to be a leg of some sort uh, that has a piece of metal going down. Uh, three, it looks like 
four and a half inch screws at the top <laughs> and a good couple inches on the bottom. The what? Yeah. Hold that microphone closer to your face, Nick. You think they countersink those before they put them in? <laughs> I don't know, but I um, did. I send you guys the video, the little CGI video that I found. Yes, you did. Yeah, you, you did. Yeah, yeah. thanks it, it for was, that. By the way. Well, hey, it wasn't gory. What like, do, what is he dude, doing, dude? If what is he's he's running around his living room, flapping his arms. What is happening right now? I, I, I don't know. I mean. I'm just glad you're here because it used to just be me. <laughs> I, I'm finding myself really wishing that I had that that video recording. We, we, I, I want to make a TikTok video out of that and just put funny music to him running like that. <laughs> like the Benny Hill music. There he goes again. Like, what, is, what is happening? Oh. <laughs> it's like, what is happening right now? Oh, I was trying to find a mic stand, but I couldn't. <laughs> oh, I see. Yes, and then I and then I forgot my beer. No, there it's, you go. it's good. It was all a dream sickle. Very nice. It's notorious big. Yeah, un- unfortunately, I cannot uh, I cannot imbibe of an alcoholic beverage during tonight's recording because alcoholic. Be- I'm told that alcoholic beverages and heavy duty narcotics don't go very well together. Wow. So I think that's just what that's, they tell you when they don't want you to enjoy yourself and have fun. That's not true. That's the four greatest words in the English language. Alcohol <laughs> may intensify effects. <laughs> Although, isn't that how Chris Cornell died? <laughs> Something like that. Chris Cornell from Saturday Night Live. From Soundgarden. <laughs> From Sandleberry. What's the matter with you? <laughs> he knows that. So, so Jeremy, I'm sorry. We interrupted your story. No, that's fine. Yes, I'm sorry. Um, but, yeah, it was uh, – I, I have – I found out on Friday when I went for my what, – what, So, so what second. happened? Can you, can you just fill us in? Yeah, it was. I mean, the, the like a workplace ones, injury of some sort. No, 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 no. Uh, it, it was uh, injury of my own stupidity, and I I was able to solve the equation that uh, being forty and yes. adding ro- being forty and adding rollerblades to the equation does mm-hmm. not have a good solution. Yeah. So was my that kids had, graceful. That is true. No, it was less than graceful. Um, my, my kids had expressed some interest in doing it, and they, they wanted to get some skates. So I said, you know what? I, I used to do this all the time when I was in my teens and my 20s, and I'll just go. I'll grab a pair. It's something I can do with them. Um, so I went to, to Dick's Sporting Goods and got some. And, you know, I'd been on them a couple of times uh, before the, the incident, uh, capital I incident. And my wife had uh, needed something picked up uh, from the name, uh, from one of her friend's house, which is about seven blocks away. And it was a nice day out, you know, like 70 some degrees. It was sunny. And I thought, well, you know, I'm just going to, I've got some extra time. I'll just get a little bit of exercise in there and I'll do that. And I was about a block away and and I won't go into, to any kind of specific detail, but I um, basically what happened was I, I got knocked off my balance a little bit. And while I was trying to rebalance, the wheels of the skate wedged themselves in between the concrete and the oh, asphalt. Oh. And I, I went down and the boot stayed. Oh. 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 Yep. Oh. And, and again, without too much detail, let us suffice it to say that I knew my leg was broken before I hit the ground. Oh. So. oh. Fudge nuggets. If yeah. you were a horse, they would have put you down. Oh. Well, 
I, I honestly, when the ambulance showed up, I was I was kind of thinking the same thing. Let's just get this over with. You guys packing any heat? Let's go. <laughs> so oh. yeah, I, uh, I I went out for what was supposed to be about a ten minute trip to pick something up, and arrived back at my home four days later with a giant <laughs> titanium rod in my leg. So man, oh. oh no, I'm so sorry. Yeah. But it, it could have been worse. Uh, most days are pretty good. I, I, I got some ups and downs, but uh, pain's manageable, and it's it appears to be healing. I had to go uh, had to go in this morning and get fitted for whatever the hell passes for the medieval torture device they're going to put on my, uh, you know, on my leg to to get the to start getting flexibility back in the ankle. And uh, I, I'm I'm going to be really upset if they don't give me the color that I chose. Cause I got, they gave me a little card. Like you can choose the color yeah. for the device. And they had a really cool, like blue camouflage color. So I decided oh, nice. to pick that. Yeah. And, oh. and I'm, I'm trying to pick something fun because my, my children are devastated by the fact that given that I had surgery and that everything is all stabilized, I'm actually not in a cast. I don't have a cast. So I just have a splint that I wrap up with ace bandages and my kids are just mortified by this. Like they want to sign stuff and they want to oh, draw on sure. it. And they're really well, just, just let them sign your leg. Well, <laughs> I, I let them sign the back of the splint. I don't know how long I'm going to be in this thing, but that'll be we'll see, but. from uh, if you're anything like other people I know who've done this, only about eight and a half more months. Yeah, yeah. It's um, well, it's so the rehab is supposed to be somewhere around they said six to twelve weeks, but I don't know that that may be. That may be altered this week because when I went in and they, they take x-rays when I go into the post-op appointments just to make sure that everything's healing okay. And so the, the, the one benefit to this was that where the break was, it was in the middle of the bone. It wasn't in a joint. Okay. So, you know, that's, a, that, that's like whatever. Well, it turns out on Friday they informed me that the break may in fact – they saw something that they didn't see on any of the other films. The break may in fact go down into my ankle. So oh, my gosh. Now, oh, they, they don't think so, and I still have pretty decent mobility in my ankle without a lot of pain, so I'm hoping that. But he doesn't – the surgeon doesn't think it's going to be that big of a deal, but the worst-case scenario would be uh, surgery number two to repair the ankle. Uh, but I neither he nor I think that's a possibility. You so know what? I'm, you just I'm, leave the ankle be. Uh, I tried yeah. to twist mine off last spring, and it still only hurts about three days a week. So Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's been, uh, that, that's been my exciting – Wow, Self, self-inflicted yeah. stupidity since uh, since the last time we uh, we got together to chat. And, and so, what is the moral of the story? Uh, Exercises for losers. Yes, yeah, sit yep. up, sit on the couch and be lazy. Yep. You can, st- you can tell people that you had Tommy John surgery on your knee. <laughs> <laughs> Did your uh, your lovely wife throw away the rollerblades? Uh, <laughs> no, but there's not too much left. They had to cut one of them off. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. And that was honestly the the worst part when I was in there um, was how are you guys going to get this off me without it being hurting even more, you know, terribly painful, agonizing pain. And and surprisingly, they didn't even have to go crazy with it. There was a a piece of elastic that they were able to snip and then they did it. I was on pain meds, obviously, like really good stuff, but they were able to slit it uh, to slide it right off my foot without too much of an issue. Gosh. Uh, Having the splint put on while I was in the emergency room, that was a different story. Yeah. I have, If you've ever watched ER or anything else where it shows people literally screaming at the top of their lungs in the emergency room and thought to yourself, there's no oh, situation no. ever that would result oh. in me doing that, 
I beg to differ. There is, in fact, a situation that would lead for you to do that. Oh. So. oh. That's but, awful. Well, and, and the, the one benefit to the whole thing was that having this happen in the COVID era is that I didn't even mess with visitors, right? Like, because there was only, you could, have a, you could only have one adult visitor per day. And I told my wife, I'm like, I don't want, you know, don't bring the kids. Don't come. There's nothing you're going to do. I'm just here. So I, you know, accident happened on a Saturday morning. I got, di uh, surgery was Sunday. I got discharged on Tuesday, but man, uh, talk about being able to catch up on reading and ESPN. <laughs> I, before, before the draft, I knew every conceivable fact about all of the quarterbacks in the draft. Cause I watched the same segments about a thousand times because I had <laughs> yeah. nothing to watch, but ESPN for like 72 hours. Wow. Yeah. Nice. That's uh, well, that's the best way to that's the worst way to catch up on TV. Yeah. Well, and and the other bad thing about it was, uh, Bill will appreciate this. I did get a chance to watch live sports. I got a chance to watch the uh, I, I think it was the Cubs Braves game where Kyle Hendricks got lit up for four home runs. In the Ooh. first. Oh. Yeah. The thirteen to four game. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was a rough game. Yeah. There've been a few rough games. Well, as with any. Well, or on behalf of all the listeners, thing. Jeremy, I mean, we're glad you're not dead. Yes. Yep. I, I keep telling myself, you know, as, as, a, as uncomfortable of an experience it has, as it has been, and as the fact that I'm, last summer was wiped out due to COVID, this one's going to be pretty much wiped out on crutches, you know, it's it could have been worse. Like, if I'd have taken a tumble the wrong way and a car was coming, yeah. you know, different stories. So, it could have been worse. I I'm here, and podcasting and there you go yeah so, that's looking at the yeah. right side also for the listeners uh chris parnell is who i was thinking of from saying that <laughs> instead of chris cornell yes yeah. it's all the same of uh, course sorry sorry uh that was <laughs> front of mind for a second there you go i th man that is a tear when you when you when you when you i was like oh no what did he do you you because you just texted us and said well, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what did he do? And you were not expecting that answer, were you? No. no. That was that was a funny thing. I, uh, is the number of people that I was able to catch up with while I was in the hospital because I just crippling boredom and sitting there texting everybody that I knew because I had no one else to talk to. So Yeah. Hey, I worked with this guy 23 years ago. Wonder if he's still doing okay. Yep. Wonder if he's doing okay. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's great. But I it, it still led to what I think is one of one of my more clever Facebook posts of all time was the one where I, t I, I grabbed the screenshot of the Simpsons episode where that spoofed uh, rear window yes. when Bart broke his leg and was just yes. sitting there bloodshot looking through the telescope. Mm -hmm. yes. I just put that on my Facebook post with the caption summer plans. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, man. So. Man, oh, man. That was... Yeah, it's, it's it's a little bit weird. I, I, I did um, I jumped back into work fairly early, like I was able to call into a couple of meetings just because otherwise I'm just gonna sit here and stare at the Why walls not, and right? Go, right go crazy. It's not nothing stopping me from doing it. But it's this weird thing. Like I've been on I've been on calls with senior leaders, um, and it's like don't mind the fact that I'm obviously in bed while I'm on this call with a senior leader at the at my organization. Like please, I promise, don't it's, yeah, I don't want to be here. I promise that I, this isn't ideal for any of us. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't what any of us had in mind. That's right. Not at all. 
Well, while you were listening to this transition, while you were recuperating, were you able to watch Godzilla versus Kong? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Look at that. Hey. Nice. <laughs> that segue was so good, we should actually buy you a segue <laughs> to go along for, the, no, I, for that I segue. Think, I think we've had enough injuries on the, on yeah. the podcast team. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, it was, um, I mean, I, I was looking forward to that. You, you guys know that I'm a big, uh, big MonsterVerse fan and my kids were, were yes. all about that. So we actually had some fun with it. Um, cause I have the other three movies, um, downloaded. So what we did was we, we did like a four day ramp up. So we did, I, I think it was, um, whatever day it was that, uh, that Godzilla versus Kong came out, we mm-hmm. backed it up and then did a movie a night. Uh, leading up to it. So we started with oh. the, the Godzilla, the original Godzilla. Then we went to uh, Kong Skull Island. Then we went to Godzilla King of the Monsters and then finished it off with uh, with Godzilla versus Kong. And all of my kids watched it, believe it or not. I, yep. they were, I, I didn't realize till the kids were sitting down that Kong Skull Island does in fact have some fairly adult content comparatively. Does it? Uh, lang- language-wise. Um, not but, yeah, but like- I, I was... I, I was impressed. Uh, my wife actually went the went the distance too. I think she really wanted she wanted that eight hours of her life back by the time it was all said and done. But she <laughs> oh, did yeah. watch it with us. So, yeah, mine. Uh, my wife and I had watched as all of them have come out. We've watched them, um, and it's mm-hmm. funny. We started kind of backwards because we did not see the newest Godzilla. Well, the first, the reboot of the MonsterVerse, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's a big Kong person. She loves King Kong. And so when Kong Skull Island came out, we watched that, not realizing that it was essentially a sequel to Godzilla. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so after Kong Skull Island, it's like, holy crap, that was really good. And um, after, you know, I always dig through Wikipedia after a movie's over. And mm-hmm. I was like, hey, did you know this was like the sequel to the Godzilla movie? So that we went and we got that. And um, hello, Nick. I see a heart. <laughs> Um, oh, my bad. It's all right. <laughs> um, he just really loved what you had to did. say. He loved though. what I had to say there. It was really, very really, true. Uh, I appreciated the, 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 the nice thought. Um, but we went and watched Godzilla and, you know, essentially caught up at that point. But mm-hmm. I, yeah, uh, I th- I'd seen none of these. Really? Really? None of them. Not a one. Hmm. Did uh, you watch all then, four? No. 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 I, I can't even lie to you. I, um, Nolan did, and I. Did you watch Godzilla uh, versus Kong? Started we watched a good part of it. Uh, <laughs> I just never got back to it. Um, uh, but uh, but I did start it with Godzilla versus King Kong, and uh, I thought it, I thought it was good. And it was nice that I could watch it with uh, with my son. Mm-hmm. That was that yeah. was fun. That was good. It, it's kind of rare that you can do anything like that with a little kid like that nowadays. Yeah. So yeah, that that I think was the most fun about it was the fact that especially my my soon to be eleven year old got really, really into it. So it was sort of, okay, well, if you're this into this stuff, we'll, we'll do this. And actually, I think um, my wife bailed out on this, but I think we did sort of like a coda at the end of the four-day MonsterVerse watch, and yeah. we, watched, we watched Pacific Rim the next day, <laughs> oh. um, just because they were into the whole idea of, of the kaiju and everything mm-hmm. else. And I said, well, if, it, you know, the, if you like the kaiju and you like Mechagodzilla, then... Here's just an entire two-hour movie that's giant monsters and giant robots beating each other up. Mm-hmm. 
So next, you watch Cloverfield. <laughs> you know, I still have I still have not seen all of that. I've, I I missed. I I think I caught it once, like forty five minutes in, and I watched the rest of it. But I was kind of, eh. wasn't a huge fan. No, so I wasn't. Either. Jeremy, what did you think of Godzilla versus Kong? Um, I was. I mean, it was okay. It was it was definitely watchable. I, I didn't have any issues with it, but I think overall, um, there's sort of been a you know, the, I I really like the first the reboot Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Um, that was I, I remember that came out in the theaters really close to my birthday, and I told um, I told my wife at the time she's like, "What do you want to do for your birthday?" I said, "I want to go see Godzilla," and she thought I was joking. <laughs> she's like, "You're not serious." No, I really just want to like, go. We see already Godzilla. saw that Matthew Broderick was good in it, but that was yeah, it, you yeah. know, no. Um, so we, we ended up going to see that and, and I feel like that was, I, I liked the take on it. I had my issues with it, but I really overall liked the take on it. Um, I thought Kong Skull Island was fantastic. That's my favorite one of the bunch. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like you, you start here and then you go up a little bit and uh-huh. then it went down for Godzilla King of the Monsters. And then to me, it was, th- this was not, this was not an exceptionally strong ending to the original, originally mapped out, um, mapped out plan for the monster verse. And part of the reason why, I mean, I, I thought it was decent. I, I thought there was a lot of good elements to it. The fights were great, which if you're watching Godzilla versus Kong, that's really what you're watching it for mm-hmm. is for the, the two of them to, to duke it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things that I didn't like about it, and it, it sort of carried on with God's uh, from Godzilla King of the monsters is that I felt like as the movies went along, they lost the sense of realism. Like Gareth Edwards had the, the first Godzilla movie was seemed like it was legitimately possible. It was anchored in realism, right? There wasn't a lot of sci-fi type of stuff. There was, it was, you know, explained in the context of, um, you know, evolution and physics and all of this other stuff. Kong Skull Island was kind of the same thing, right? Like it was, there was a lot of, uh, a lot of realism to it. And then you get into God's, uh, King of the Monsters and you had that device that where they could, you know, project the signal that would, they mm-hmm. would talk to each other and that, and that was sort of, eh, okay. But then you get to Kong Skull Island and or uh, God, uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Now they've got anti gravity ships and Mecha Godzilla, and we're we're gonna do um, you know we we have one of Ghidorah's severed heads and we can psychically project uh, control. That was where it just started to. You can't have the whole thing grounded in in pretty decent scientific realism and then just decide to go full on sci fi at the end of it. I think sort that's of, the basis of all good Godzilla movies, though. Well, it? and maybe maybe it was the fact that I really liked the approach that they took to the first two movies, mm-hmm. which was why this one kind of sat different with me. I didn't, mind you, I didn't think it was bad. It was definitely watchable. Um, I just didn't think it was on par, especially with the first two. I can, I can, yeah, I, I can understand that. Yeah, I think, I mean, because like we saw set. we saw Kong Skull Island first, and and so I guess we saw them in chronological order because <laughs> that was obviously like a prequel. And so for me, it, it, you know, you talked about how Godzilla was good and then Kong Skull Island was great, which I agree with you, Jeremy, as my, it's been my favorite um, all, of all of them. And then it kind of goes down from there. Um, the other thing that that's really lacking, I mean, if you look at the first Godzilla movie, you're right. It was based in scientific fact. Um, and there was actually like some meat on the bone there when they made the movie, but it also had good characters. And then you've Kong mm-hmm. Skull Island, which, you know, yeah, it's a King Kong movie, but there was a lot of, I felt like there was a lot of character development there. Oh yeah. 
Um, and then, well, you know, and that was, that was the best cast movie. Oh my gosh. Out of, out of all of them. I mean, yeah. John Goodman, Tom Hiddleston, Samuel L. Jackson, like there's no Even question. Brie Larson that was wasn't bad in it. Yeah. Um, you know, and then you've got, you know, Godzilla, King of the Monsters and, and Godzilla versus Kong and, you know, any of the, any of the character development that was happening in those first two movements is just out the window at this point. And mm-hmm. it, yeah, you know, Godzilla versus Kong, it was a fun movie. I, I don't think I'd ever watch it again. Um, I don't, I don't know that my wife liked it at all. Um, but it just, it, it, it needed some character development because it just mm-hmm. became all about the fights and, right. and yes, you need that in a Godzilla movie, but I guess it's just a little disappointing in that those first two movies did the fights, but did the character development well. And I feel like in the last couple, they just didn't. And Nick, I don't want to blow the end of this movie for you. It's it's a Godzilla movie. It's okay. But I mean, you've essentially got Kong and Godzilla. You know, King Kong going Martha, and you know Godzilla. <laughs> going, Why'd you say that name? I mean, why'd you say that name? It's a it's a twist, just like Batman versus Superman, where all of a sudden they're like, wait, now they're now they're together, and I don't know. It just that I was sense. I was underwhelmed by the movie, and and I was a little disappointed by it. Yeah, and and I was um, one of the things that bothered me from a casting standpoint because I, I agree with you, Bill. I thought that uh, the casting for King of the Monsters was pretty poor. I was excited that Charles Dance was in it, the guy who plays uh, Tywin Lannister in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I didn't think they did very much with his character. I was really excited to find out that Alexander Skarsgård was going to be in uh, Godzilla versus Kong, mm-hmm. and I just they didn't do anything with his his character was just very meh. Oh, it's yeah. like, okay, you, you've got a really solid actor here, and you kind of didn't do anything with him. The the most likable character in the movie was the stereotypical Tin Hat conspiracy theory geek. Yes. I identified with that guy. <laughs> I, had a, I had a I know you did. I, thought, I was like, that's Nick. <laughs> it is me. That was, I actually said that out loud. I did, too. To my, to my kids. I'm like, look, <laughs> they actually put Nick in this movie. <laughs> but, but, I mean, that was he was by far the, the most likable character in the movie. And he was the the you know comic relief to a point, right? Mm-hmm. He was really yeah. the only character that I was like, "Oh, that guy's a fun character to watch." And you know what really disappointed me too, and I I oh, knew it was a long, I knew it was a long shot, but I had my fingers crossed through the entirety of the movie. I wanted to see a an like a, a CGI aged Tom Hiddleston cameo. That would have been cool. I desperately wanted that, and I was so disappointed when the because we, of course, we watched all the way to the end credits mm-hmm. to see if there was going to be anything there. Nothing, nope. and that that was a. I mean, obviously, you know, he operates at a different level now in terms of star power, but uh, that was a that was a huge missed opportunity. I think they could have done something just just a, a thirty second cameo would have been great. Would have taken him a day to film. Mm-hmm. You know, pay the man fifty grand for a day's worth of work. Yep. Uh, look at there. Nick's got the proper background now. Nice. Yeah, and, there killing some and, people. and speaking of, so that that's that's the funny thing, especially with the first two movies, is that it's just a um, it's just a roster of MCU actors. <laughs> it is, and it's still because you've got you got Nick Fury, Captain Marvel, and Loki. Uh, Loki in Kong Skull Island, and then you've got Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver in Godzilla, mm-hmm. which they're not playing siblings; they're playing husband and wife, and. I, I found myself sitting there during the one lovey-dovey scene between the two of them, just kind of like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're not allowed to do this. 
your brother and sister. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was a fun watch, but mm-hmm. I thought I thought they did it. I thought they did it well. Um, you know, they they could let's put it this way: it could have been from end to end, all four movies, a colossal train wreck. They could have just True. done a, done a horrendous job with it. I think the final two movies they lost a lot of the mojo that they built up with the first two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but overall, I mean, it's it's still one of my favorite series to watch. Um, I I think. With the possible exception of Godzilla versus Kong, they're all rewatchable to me, especially the first two. Um, but they're they're just they're fun to watch. It was it was worth it. It was um, it was worth the build up. Now I guess that they're already in talks with the director of Godzilla versus Kong to potentially do. I, I think the what they're looking at is the possibility of doing a Son of Kong movie. So, because there there were no announcements up to the end of this one, right? Like that was this was all. Yeah, was like on this the was it art. so far. Yeah, yeah, and and I think part of the reason for that was that King of the Monsters didn't gross nearly what they wanted it to. So at that point, they were like, okay, we've already got this next one in production. We don't know what's going to happen if that one tanks too. Um, we're probably not going to go forward with this. But but it's it's funny when you look at it that there was such a huge response to that movie, and it's not. I mean. Godzilla versus Kong is not a great movie. It's no. it's it's eye kind it's eye candy. It's it's relatively decent to watch, but it it was sort of the resurrecting force of cinema during the pandemic because I, I think that everyone had just kind of gotten conditioned to I don't want anything serious. I'm tired of this. I just want I just want to watch stuff blow up and monster fights, and I don't want to think. You know, and it's and it, it's funny though that you mentioned that because. Um... I wonder how much of the success of this particular movie is driven by the fact that anybody who has HBO now or knows someone who has HBO now, thanks Nick, um, can watch this movie at home, right? Mm -hmm. Without having to go to the movie theater, without having to buy a ticket. It's included in something that you're already paying for or borrowing. Um, I've been saying this for years that they should do something like this. You know, and I just I just wonder how much of the success of it you can point to that. And, you know, if this franchise makes it one or two more movies, do you have COVID to thank for it, essentially? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's an interesting question. And, I mean, just, just overall, it, that's something that to me, and I've, I've got HBO Max and, it, you know, I'm already too... There are three movies that I have tagged to watch on HBO Max. I've already watched two of them. Godzilla vs. Kong was the first one. Um, I I use my broken leg as an excuse to sequester myself in my uh, in my bedroom and watch Mortal Kombat the other day. <laughs> and uh, and of course, in I think it's November is when Dune comes out, mm-hmm. uh, which will be a, a big watch. But I I hope they do this. I mean, the thing is, I absolutely would have preferred to watch this in the theater. All else but- being equal. Right, all else being equal, but the nice thing about this is, and the only, you know, they, this thing with Warner Brothers—they're only doing it for thirty days. Give me the option because if I don't have that option, then you're going to miss out on any kind of revenue for me during the release, and you're going to all you're going to get from me is picking it up on 4K, which I'm probably going to do anyway, but it's going to be months down the road. So, right. you know, now now it's at least boosting your numbers, um, and, and if they, you know, if they don't want to do it full. Full tilt, I get that. I think that they have a nice thing where it's like you have 30 days to watch it, and then it comes off the streaming service. Mm-hmm. I, you know, um, Marvel's gonna, uh, Marvel's finally gonna try this I, after pushing Black Widow so many times. They're gonna stream that on Disney Plus, but it's gonna be <laughs> one really of those things of where choice. you've got to pay the extra 
20 bucks bucks to watch it. So, which reasonably speaking, I will do because I would spend that much in the theater anyway, between tickets and popcorn and soda, because it'd be me and my son going. Mm -hmm. I spend that much anyway. So I'll, you know, I'll pay for it once. No big deal. Um, But I, I, I do think that this thing that they've got going with Warner Brothers and HBO Max, I'd like to see this continue just to give just for the option of doing yeah. it, even even when COVID's over. You're not interested in the Conjuring, the Devil Made Me Do It, coming to HBO Max. The only, okay. the only case that was tried where someone swore that they were guilty by demon possession and it made it to the court system. Huh. Hmm. Uh, nope. Nope. Can't, can't say uh, that I am. Oh, you're missing out. It's a good one. <laughs> Well, are, the watch. Are, are, Nick, are you going to be watching Dune when it comes out? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, I will. What else? Do we know what else they've got coming out? I mean, obviously. I told they you had, the devil made me do it. Well, they had Wonder Woman 1984 came out like that. Um, and Tom and Jerry movie, which I, we missed at our house. That was, that was, uh, you, did you guys watch that? No, we missed it. I oh. did. That was a good See, one. See, I missed uh, I missed Wonder Woman '84, but I w- we did watch Tom and Jerry. That was a that was a quality movie. And I every time I watch any movie that has uh, Michael Pena in it, I become more and more convinced that he's like Nick's long lost more 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 famous uh, sibling. Yep. Facts. 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 But yeah, Bill, that was that was worth the watch. That the Tom and Jerry movie was actually pretty funny. So let's see. Here is. I was just saying, the, you got it pulled up, Nick? Yeah, I've got it right here. Hang on. So, oh, I didn't know that movie was going to be on there. Um, so, The Little Things was on there. That was already there. Judas and the Black Messiah, that was on there. Tom and Jerry, Godzilla vs. King Kong, Mortal Kombat, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, which is coming out June 4th for anybody besides me who's interested in that. Uh, In the Heights, which looks like a stupid movie. It does Coming not. Do you know what that is? No. So In the Heights is um, is essentially a um, a movie version of the Broadway play musical by Lin Manuel Miranda. It was the one that he did before Hamilton. It still doesn't look like it. So it they, looks like it's catering to my people. So, well, yeah, so in other it's words, about your people. <laughs> yeah, I don't like so, it when things pander to me. So in other words, plot notwithstanding, this was an opportunity where someone found the chance to slap Lin-Manuel Miranda's name on another product and make yeah. a butt-ton of money well, off of it. You remember when they filmed, when Christopher Columbus filmed Rent? Like, I don't know, it must have been 10 in, years ago. In 1492? Yeah, it was yeah. crazy. Uh, it's essentially the same thing, except with In the Heights, um, which is no longer being played anywhere. So, no, I, see, and that's one where something like this works really well for me because... I probably wouldn't go see it in the theater. Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't spend $20 or $25 to buy it. But if you're going to let me watch it for free, I will totally take advantage of that. Right. See, but this is a white people thing. Like, I could see this if I go visit my cousins. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> well, I'm not familiar with that, though. Like, so. I... <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. In the Heights. Keep going. Uh, Space Jam A New Legacy comes out July 16th. Pass. With LeBron James. Yeah, uh, no, here's I'm, one I'm, I'm that good. I can't believe that we're not talking about that we're excited for: the Suicide Squad, which comes out August sixth. James That's Gunn's right. Suicide Squad. Oh, That's I cannot, right. I forgot I cannot, about that. I cannot wait for that. Mm-hmm. There's uh, another one reminiscence. Up on this list too. Yes. 
uh, Reminiscence with Hugh Jackman, uh, September 3rd. Uh, Malignant, a story about tumors, uh, September 10th. Uh, that's a horror film uh, from the mind of the Conjuring and Saw creator James Wan. And feel just, goods, feel good story. Come on, of Nick, the you're missing year. the good one. Uh, the Many Saints of Newark. Nope. Uh, Dune. Yes. Yes. We yep. already talked about Dune, didn't this we? This list has King Richard, December twenty second. Oh yes, the Matrix. The Matrix, Matrix Four. 4. From the gender bending Wachowski, Wachowski sisters. sisters now, yeah. Yeah. Uh that'll be a good one. I, I again The Matrix The Matrix Four. Does he still know Kung Fu? I would not go watch it in the theater and I would not pay for it, but if you're gonna let me watch it for free, I will I will see it. Yeah, I guess that that is one that actually lends itself to this. Yeah. Like, I think it really does. Thing. Like I would not I don't even I don't even think I mean, I would not even rent that movie. No, I would not. I would watch I it on essentially it. Netflix or Hulu, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and 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 it it does it lends itself to this. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I the only re- the only compelling reason that I have that I want to watch The Matrix Four is I would like to see where they go with the special effects. I would like to see how the special effects evolve. But you're right. I wouldn't. There's there's nothing. It's all CGI. You know, there, there's nothing conceivable that would get me in the th- to pay money in the theater to go see that. And I think that outside of the initial hype of the articles, I think they're vastly overestimating the audience that's going to be interested in that. I, I don't think that that movie's going to bomb, but I don't think it's going to be anywhere near what they think it's going to be in terms of money making. The Matrix Four. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree completely with you. Um. And I think part of the problem, if they can prove that it's more like the Matrix and not like two and three, then you might be able to generate some buzz among well, certain communities of the internet. But and this could be, this could be like where they go back to that first, you know, like, hey, here's what the last two movies should have been like. We're gonna start here because let's be honest, the Matrix two and three. Oh, those movies sucked. Weren't good. I don't know. See, I, I, vacuum but I think movies. one is infinitely rewatchable. Well, well, I mean, one was a, the, the first Matrix movie was a paradigm shift in oh, that yeah. Was, yeah, that science was on, fiction. I mean, that, yeah. that was a, that was a genre defining. And I, I actually, Especially have, among I, people, people of, of our age. I mean, that's one of those like seminal movies of, of a certain oh, yeah. point of our lives. Right. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I um, because I, I, yeah. I think for people, I, I think for people in that age bracket who were you know who were around when those movies when that movie came out in the theater, mm-hmm. it's one of the first opportunities that you have to actually think, sort of deeply about a film and sure. what it's about, and, and not just have it be eye eye candy. That you sort of reach the point where you can start digging into this, you know, thematically and psychologically, and see what the what some of the deeper meanings are. I'm kind of I, I always feel like I'm in the minority. While I don't think that uh, the Matrix Three was hot garbage, but I I thought that the second one at least had its moments. I don't think it was completely awful, but I don't think it was you know, yeah. I the, the, it had its moments where it, I think it over overstepped to try and do too much, but it was it was decent on a couple of different. It levels. It was better but, than the third one for sure. Yeah, the third one was it was yeah. There, there's uh, 
I, I think there's a, personally, I think there's a lot of overlap between the sequel Star Wars trilogy and the Matrix trilogy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, here's, pushing here's things the, a little bit too far with the second one didn't turn out that well. And the third one. Here's the thing. I remember the first Matrix. I remember nothing of the second and third. That's how bad I thought old, those old black lady who was the Oracle. Well, I remember her, and I Whoopi. remember the architect, the guy that should have been Sean Connery in the white suit. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. I do remember that. I, but but that's, I guess, and that's how I judge movies. It's like, do I remember anything about this movie? No. Oh, and um, what's his face? The New York guy went and killed everybody. Remember, he went and killed, like, Tank and uh, somebody, didn't he? Oh, That was in the second so. or third one, wasn't it? I think it was in the third one. Yeah. We went and unplugged everybody. Yeah. But yeah, I, needless to say, I the second and third Matrix movies I haven't been watched since. It's been 20 years for me. Actually, you know yeah, what I mean? It sounds like we yep. should watch the Matrix no. movies leading up to the fourth. <laughs> you know what? That, that is I, not going to be the plan. Uh, no, like especially since you didn't was. even watch the Godzilla stuff, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> now you see it, Jamie? You and I sit through. Watch The Matrix 2 and 3 to be ready. And then we asked Nick if he watched it. No, nah, I started it. I just didn't get back. Well, I started it, but I didn't finish it. <laughs> I, had better, I had better things to do. I started it, didn't finish it. I had better things to do, like go rewatch the Rush Hour trilogy. <laughs> yes. I did finish Rush Hour, the Rush Hour trilogy on Saturday when I noticed it was there. Uh, <laughs> and guess what? Those movies still hold up. Yeah, I know. We, we, you've yeah. made yourself perfectly clear there. No, I don't it. think that I have. I think <laughs> I don't think you get it. There's literally a joke in there where one guy's like, kiss my ass. And he's like, Clive, it'd take me all day to kiss your fat ass. <laughs> uh, Nick, I did I did try to start watch I was my goal last night uh, was I yeah. was gonna watch the new mutants. Oh yeah, I need um, to watch that. And I made it about twenty minutes and fell asleep. Uh, woke yeah. up about ten minutes later. Uh, rewound it, uh, fell asleep again, and so I just turned it off. Um, so yeah. I'm gonna try it again. Uh, I don't know. Maybe when we're done here tonight, I don't know. We'll figure it out. I was thinking it might about take me three or four nights to watch that piece of garbage. I don't know. I don't know. I, I uh... here's what I can tell you: first twenty minutes, nothing happened. Well, that's fine. That's any movie. It has movies. No, like, have a, movies have nothing builds. happened. Movies have builds. Bill, there's a. No, it's it's a it's a up and down. It's a roller coaster yeah, circle we'll around. You pay the man. You get on the horse around <laughs> up and down. In a circle. In a circle around. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> so that's on my list. Nice. I might watch Monty Python's Search for the Holy Grail. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> My, uh, we're just naming things that we're going to do away. I, I think it was, uh, <laughs> it was like, I, I think it was like the first week that I was back from my, my hospital stint and I was, I, I came up here to, to, to get some sleep and they, my, uh, my family wanted to do a family movie night and my wife let the kids pick the older two kids pick. So they picked Monty Python and the Holy Grail and they, they've watched it several times now, but I can always tell when they watch it because then for a good week afterwards, yeah. It's it's just an endless string of one-liners, and then just randomly, the the ten-year-old galloping through with the eight-year-old following him with a pair of shoes, banging them together. 
<laughs> and you yep. see that happen, and you're just sort of like, all right, my work here is done. Yeah. I've, yes. I've, I've dadded successfully. This is Cross this. another one off the list. Yeah. They're, 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 they're on the right path in their lives now, so I'm good. Yeah. My uh, One of those moments for me was, um, so there's a meme uh, that I'm sure you guys have seen where um, it's, it's from the Princess Bride, and it's essentially the grandpa talking to the son. It's, you know, that whole time Boba Fett was saying, as you wish, what he really meant was, I love you. Yes. And the, key, the, the one for me was when, was when George understood that meme. Was when yeah. he could look at it, and go, "Oh, it's funny." I'm like, <laughs> yes, because then he he gets Star Wars and he gets the Princess Bride, and I'm like, "Okay, yes, cross yep. that off the list." That's good. That's good. Good business. It's good. That's just good parenting, right mm-hmm. there. Oh yeah, I feel I, uh, the fact that Nick doesn't have a mic stand is just messing with me. I feel like he's about to announce the next the, the next winner at the telethon. Who could do that? <laughs> Let's go to Debbie for the totals. <laughs> I could start doing. <laughs> look, look, folks. We don't like doing these telethons any more than you do. We don't want to do them. You don't want to see them. So let's, you know, as soon as we hit this goal over here, right, turn this ringing. off. <laughs> Actually, b- before I forget about this, uh, bring out speak- the plate spinner. Speaking of catching up on stuff, my kids have discovered something on, I don't remember whether it was on Hulu or Netflix or whatever, but they are now binge watching a new show. And you want to talk about shows that do not hold up over time. They have been watching the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Oh, that is the best show ever. <laughs> With Captain Lou Albano. Paramount Plus, and it's awesome. I think it was they on, were... and I think it's on Netflix. Yeah, it, it, maybe it's Netflix. And they were asking me about it, like specific episodes. I said, there's, because they know that I, I watched it when I was a kid. And I'm like, there's only one episode that I can, I can tell you that I remember completely, with complete clarity. And that's the one where Sergeant Slaughter guest, guest stars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All the rest of them, total blur. The one with Sergeant Slaughter, nope, I'm, that, that one's, that one's clear. How many times did you see Captain Lou Albino and... Sergeant Slaughter in the same area. There was a Zelda cartoon in that, wasn't there? Yeah, there was. Zelda, well, there was Captain M, the Game Master. But what they did was, because it's as they've been watching this, is that, and I, I, it took me a while to remember the way that they did it, is that every Friday was not the Mario Brothers, it was the Zelda. So they did the Zelda ones on Friday. Gotcha. Because yep. when, they, when they cut to the vignette, sort of like, do you remember when you would watch, um, did you guys watch, watch or build, uh, maybe... Nick, this might be predate your time, but Bill, did you watch Garfield, the Garfield cartoon? Yeah, I loved Garfield. Original one. So, because you know, it was Garfield, there was like a Garfield episode, then there was a U.S. Acres episode, Mm -hmm. and And then there was another Garfield one. Yeah, Yeah, with the, yeah. Yeah, and this Mario Brothers Super Show kind of did that, except they were previews. It was Mm -hmm. a preview of the Zelda episode that was coming up on Friday. Yep. Which I thought was a little bit weird. And the fact that in those Zelda. Uh, Zelda cartoons. Link has dark hair, and the Master Sword is only apparently like twelve inches long. Well, it's, you got to think it's, it's it's the Master Dagger, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. In the know. game, it was a small sword. It's dangerous to go. Take it's dangerous to go alone. Take this. Take this with you. Here, here's a letter opener. <laughs> Never underestimate the power of a good letter opener. <laughs> Put a nice blade on it. Yeah. Nice patina, shine that up. Mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, I uh, I love that show. That show's great. So and now of course that they started watching it and I've seen a couple of episodes, the damn song's back in my head and it yeah. it that you know it's like okay. It's Mario Brothers and Troubles the game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's great. All right. Yep. And on that note, we can wrap this one up. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Unless you guys want to talk about Godzilla some more. Nope, I'm good. (laughs) I think we're good. That 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 covers it. Worth the watch. A little bit disappointing, but yeah, I agree. Wait, we're gonna end this episode with a joke. (laughs) Good. Given to me by. One and only Shane today. Give it, give it to me by my father. It was given to him by his father. It was father. given to him by his father, who is this is I, I laughed out loud reading this. This would be Shane work. from the Crossing the Streams podcast. From the correct. Crossing the Streams podcast, yeah. yes. Uh <laughs> so a guy goes to the doctor and he goes, Doctor, he says, Doc, I can't stop singing what's new pussycat. And the doctor says, Sounds like you've got Tom Tom Jones syndrome. And the guy says, is it common? And the doctor says, well, it's not unusual. <laughs> oh. oh, hold on. We got that bad joke sounder. That's not funny. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. 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 That was the perfect joke. Excuse me. I, 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 I'm not even going to blame it on my leg. I need to call my wife for another dose of pain medication after that. <laughs> oh, what, about, what, about, what about this one? I once took the pee out of a pirate. What, what happened? He was irate. Oh, he was mad. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've, I've seen some version of that joke before. He was furious is what it should have been. Yeah. I believe that was from the movie The Mummy Returns with the great, great Brendan Fraser from uh, I don't know what the other movie he was in was. George of the Jungle. No, not that Operation one. Dumbo Drop. Airheads. Uh, no, yeah, Airheads. Never give Steve, Steve Buscemi an Uzi. That's a, that movie's, Bill, did you see that, um, I, I think I saw you read that meme that showed up on the the guild today from yeah, airheads that was that. that was quality. it was a picture of them from airheads and somebody's like yeah here's a picture of it was you don't know rock and roll if you don't know well no it was it was buscemi sandler and brendan fraser mm-hmm. and the caption on it was chris chris cornell from soundgarden phil anselmo from pantera and eddie vetter from pearl jam <laughs> circa 1991 <laughs> it's like all I could think of when I saw that meme was the was the scene. The, you idiot! You caught their stunt doubles. <laughs> <laughs> you caught their stunt doubles. Oh, great! You know, my favorite music joke is is I like to go up to groups of people who I know like music, and I like to say, "You guys ever wonder what happened to the drummer from Nirvana?" Just to see what they say. No, nothing. No, no, it's a good joke. It's more like a good 75, trick to play. Seventy-five percent of the time, it gets to laugh like eighty percent of the time. Does it really? 
Yeah, seventy five percent. Like, do okay, people know? Uh, okay, Paul Rudd. <laughs> that was actually from the office. It was Andy. Hey, beer me that disc over there. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's let's wrap this one up. Yeah, wrap it up. Next uh next time Muppets. I'm getting the signal, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get off the stage. That's my time. Thanks everybody. <laughs> okay. Remember are you aren't you gonna remind us to spay and neuter our pets? <laughs> no. Uh, let those let those puppies breed. <laughs> We need more wayward animals. Who, who are you to tell those dogs what to do and what not to do? Yeah. Yeah. Bob Barker, that's who. <laughs> hey, what's today? There, uh, May third. We roll this into we roll this into midnight. I can we can celebrate my snip anniversary on this podcast. Your your snip anniversary is on uh, on May the fourth. Uh, May the fourth. May the fourth be with me. That's when I took the bullets out of the gun. <laughs> May the, may the fourth be with you. That's when he officially became a stormtrooper and couldn't hit anything anymore. <laughs> Took the bullets out of the gun. Now I can point it at anybody. They don't care. <laughs> hey, say say whatever you want. That's a my great Jeff Foxworthy joke. My wife hates that joke. That's a <laughs> I bet she joke. does. It is my favorite Jeff Foxworthy joke. Took the bullets out of the gun. Now I can point it at anybody. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, before this devol- devolves... Any further, tell everybody goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. But what of the things that we've shared? What of all the, the sweet words that you spoke in private? Oh, uh, well, well, that's just what we call Pillow Talk, baby. This has been the Pillow Talk Podcast, brought to you by Local Flavor Productions. You can find more information at PillowPodcast.com. The theme song to Pillow Talk is Carrie Says All Right by The Hard Lessons. You can find more information about them at TheHardLessons.BandCamp.com. Tell your friends about Pillow Talk. We will be glad to get more subscribers. And thank you again for listening to Pillow Talk.